Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. Oh, welcome in after a fumbling day against the Los Angeles Rams 30 to 10 Washington goes down in flames today it was not a pretty football game actually had a lead seven to six in the first quarter after the second drive Kyle Allen took the team down um, was able to score or Kyle Allen's afternoon would end obviously in the first half knocked out before the two-minute warning and then Yes, what a lot of us thought we'd never, ever see again or were scared to see. Alex Smith back on the football field almost two years to the date uh, of that horrific leg injury that happened on November 18th. Uh, still, you know, about a month, and a month and a week shy of that anniversary. But he was able to play. He was hit probably way more times than he or anybody would like to have seen him hit uh, today. Sacked and, you know, lived to tell about it. So there is a good sign, but it is... According to Ron Rivera, going to be Kyle Allen's team moving into next week against the New York Giants, assuming he passes um, all the medical this week. But it was an ugly day. Uh, Washington could not do anything offensively. Down 20 to 10 and a half, had a good start to the second half. Defense did their job, got a three and out. Uh, Offense was minus six yards in the second half and six punts. I mean, they couldn't block. Uh, Alex Smith might have also been a little, I don't know, maybe he was a little gun shy too. He was... You know, holding the ball a little bit, but it also may have been that he didn't see anybody open uh, today either. In 107 total offensive yards, you're not going to beat anybody doing that in pro football. So we're going to get some phone calls here on Washington Football Final, 301 uh, 2300980 Rick Doc Walker will join us here in about oh, 9, 10 minutes from now. Brian Mitchell will be with us in the second hour. You know, I, where does this team go from here? Well, they go to New York, obviously, or New Jersey to play the Giants in MetLife Stadium at 1-4. I mean, I said this to London Fletcher during the official Washington Post game show a little while ago, and I kind of feel like I'm almost at the point where, unless you win next week, you got to really stop talking about how crappy this division is and how it's upper grabs. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's supposed to excite people. I mean, I don't know. I, I have a weird feeling about this. I It's like, yeah, but you're going to be one and done in the playoffs, best-case scenario, unless you drastically get better. Because this team is nowhere near division – championship caliber even a bad division championship I mean, you actually have to win games right I mean you, you won the first game of the first week you got an injured Eagles team that was great but since then you've got nothing nothing to show for it at, at one and four and today was definitely the most disappointing because it was such a leap backwards and uh, in, in so many faces of the game and 
you know, we're still at this point with this defense where, yes, they can be brilliant at times. And, you know, a lot of the numbers are still being inflated by that week one performance against Philadelphia in terms of sacks and other things. <clears throat> but they just – they don't do enough good things consistently to win. I mean, you're giving up over 30 points every week now. I mean, this has become a habit. This is habit forming now uh, that this is the number that everybody gets on you. 30, you know, you know, give up 30 against the Cardinals, 34 against the Browns, you know, 31 against the Ravens, 30 against the Rams. I mean, that's not elite defense. I mean, you know, and I get it. Some of this is offensive issues too, right? The offense is giving them short fields. But, you know, elite defenses, they don't make excuses. They just go out there and get the ball back or they stop teams. Um, you know, this defense still gives up way too many big plays. Uh, you know, I get it. They're, they've got a new coordinator too. You know, that's fine and well, um, but, you know, everybody thought the 4-3 was going to be this great fix-all for everybody, and clearly it's not. Clearly it's not. Still got a lot of work to do there. You know, offensively, you know, it was a joke today. Complete joke. Uh, couldn't couldn't uh, move the football. Couldn't block anybody. And, you know, I mean, Wes Martin, uh, not a good day. I mean, Schweitzer, you know, outside of the screenplay, not a great day. And the interior was bad. Guys on the outside are bad. I mean, the Rams did whatever they wanted to, no matter who was in a quarterback. And this team's not going to beat anybody playing offense like that. I mean, that's that's for sure. And then, again, defensively, this is not the Ravens, a vintage, you know, Super Bowl year with Ray Lewis. Okay, this isn't the 2000 Ravens defense by any means. There's been a lot of, you know, a lot of hype after week one with all the eight sacks and all, but please, no, no, no chance since then. All right, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. You want to say it can't get any worse next week because you're playing a team like the Giants, but boy, if you lay an egg against New York, whew, then what are you thinking? I mean, you got to show something up there next week, and again, it looks like it's going to be Kyle Allen's show, uh, barring the health. Otherwise, you know, Alex Smith is in the game on a field that, you know, took out half a 49ers roster, it felt like, there a few weeks ago. Uh, let's get to... Darren, Darren, what's up? You're with us here on Washington Football Final. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. How are you feeling there, Scott? Man, I, hey, I really, buddy. I really, I, I enjoyed my my normal uh, Washington football game because it was almost like you can predict what was what was going to happen as far as like misplays and uh, the other team, the Rams that is completing third downs when mm-hmm. you know it's time to get off the field. But um, going, it, the question is going into New York. What do I see going into New York? Correct. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I, I feel like they should allow Alex to start this game. You know, allow the comeback momentum to keep building. But not only that, because to me it seems like he does have a better command in regards to cadence with the offensive line and trying to get the defense to maybe you know uh, show and tell or maybe false you know maybe uh, neutral on a fraction or whatever. So I feel like let him, you know, because to me the weather was telling a lot of things too in regards to footing and catching and all that stuff. But with Alex, let him keep that momentum going. Let him control the offense because if he's preparing better than even the coaches being the first person in the building and so on and so forth and having command of the offense with that being said, let him do it. And I feel like you will get a, a guaranteed win if you have somebody at the helm of this offense in better, hopefully in better conditions. To, to win the game, but this defense really needs to get better. I London Fletcher said it with the linebacking court. To me, it's not necessarily the defensive backs at all times 
it is the safeties if you want to blame it on some of those defensive backs. Because Landon and Troy looks like they look like they get lost and flat footed. And I seen a play where Cameron Curl got uh, he got flat footed on a Cooper Cup route where he, Cooper Cup had him you know flat footed when he ran across the space, and that's where that seventy yard banger came from. So the defense is going to have to communicate and, and keep their feet moving, you know, in order to, to keep up with the receivers on anybody's team on this professional level. So if they do, if, they, if the defensive backs don't do that and, and Alex Smith doesn't start it, they just might lose it. But I think they need to start Alex, do some different do some different matchups with the defensive backs. Maybe have the shades out there with Landon, you know, maybe have Cameron Curl and the shades out there for a certain, you know, certain passing plays. Maybe they'll, you know, be better, better in coverage. You know, do something different because it seems like they're, they're getting beaten and they let these Bostic and KPL getting lost on these receivers and running backs when they get out and run around. So that's the thing we we say it's the Giants and they one and four or whatever they are. Hey, they might come in looking at like, look at this Washington team. We probably right, can, you know, pop. You know what I mean? So no, I mean, no, I'm, exactly. You think the Giants are worried about Washington? Of course they're not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you, you, I'm, I'm you with you. I mean, they're yeah, they're like free lunch. You know what I'm saying? So the end, my tangent with I want to see a win. I want to see a hungry Chase Young and Montez Sweat get off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, John Allen have a beast game. Maybe John Allen can have two sacks in this game to lead this defense. Yeah. And, you know, Boston get an interception on a tight end. Yeah, they need to win on, they need to win on defense, win on special teams. Win hey, on, hey, Darren, i got to let you go, buddy. Uh, thanks for the call. Um, Dak Prescott just suffered what was an awful injury. I mean, I, I don't, he's not going to play again this year from the looks at it. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's a gruesome-looking injury uh, that just took place for Dak Prescott. He was carted off the field, a really bad-looking leg injury. I mean, it was oh, horrific. And here's a guy, again, who's had a play on this one-year deal you know, because he couldn't get the long-term deal done with the franchise, and they were reluctant to pay him. And he's been lights out this year, and he just suffered a gruesome broken leg. <laughs> and this again goes back to my tangent about how stop talking about the division, but you know, th- there's going to be another case in point. But remember, Andy Dalton uh, is their backup, so I mean, it's not like Dalton hasn't played in the league, he hasn't won big, but he's at least been on playoff teams in Cincinnati. But wow, that was hideous, absolutely hideous. And of course, you know, we just saw Alvin Smith come back from. From a, but it was a long road back. I mean, I don't know if Prescott's was that bad because they've only given us one look at it. Thank God. I don't. I don't want to see it a bunch of times. But ugh, that is that is crazy. Again, we we're just talking about how things can change quickly in the last show with uh, regards to the 49ers and some of the things that have gone on there this year. But I mean, Dallas. You know, they look like the hands down most talented team in this in this division by far, and they've gotten off to this crappy start. And now they lose Dak Prescott. I mean. Just just shows you how crazy things can be in this league. All right, let's get to Telly next. Telly, thanks for waiting. You're next up here on uh, Washington Football Final. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, look, hail to the Redskins. All I got to say, man, hey, look, y'all can – this league and all these uh, young uh, offensive coordinators and all these analytic dudes can, can go back to talking about – Oh, we gotta pass this ball and do all this, man. It goes back to old school football, man. Until you get an experienced OC, uh, a dude that come in here that know what he's doing, you gotta run the ball, man, to set up the passing game in order to get your offense started. And and unfortunately, what happens that 
and, and oh. what, what happened to Alex? Um, man, you, you see, you see uh, the, the 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 young quarterback just get hurt today, man. Hey, look, man. Uh, unless you go back to ground and pound football and and, and, and the basics and having somebody come in here that know how to run the offense, this is this is what you're gonna get, man. That's all I say, man. Help the Redskins, man. All right, thanks, Tell. I appreciate it. Ah, man, the Prescott thing. I mean, the best way to describe it is his right leg was looking the complete different direction, like it was going the wrong direction. Um, and it's just uh, awful. You just never know. I mean, it's man, sports. That is awful, absolutely awful to see that happen to this guy. And again, he's you know on a one-year deal. I mean, I, he's still going to be. Uh, you know, he, he's still going to hopefully be able to play again, but he's, this season's out the window. That was awful. Whew. Doc's going to join us here in a bit. Um, look, I, I think what – look, I don't know. You know, you can't go, fifth. you know, completely ground and pound. You're going to have to be able to throw it a little bit. But this team, and they have not shown the ability to do it yet. They were showing some improvement in that area of running the football until today. I mean, today was a huge setback um, in regards to running the ball. And look, Scott Turner's a, he's a rookie coordinator. We've talked about this a bunch of times this year. I, I actually thought he'd done a good job the last few weeks and, um, you know, when what they were trying to do. But right now, I mean, this was a setback game for him, too. I mean, this was definitely a big step backwards. You know, even if you factor in, hey, they lost, you know, guys in the game and sudden change that, this, that, and the other, this wasn't a whole lot of imagination to it, you know? And I, I think that's where he had kind of taken some steps over the last few weeks. But today, man, it was just like... There wasn't enough, enough other other things tried in the little bit of offense they had out there. There was not enough. Not, they didn't throw enough at the Rams to give anybody a chance to be successful. Then again, maybe if Kyle Allen sticks it out through that this game, maybe it looks better as the game moves on. I don't know. Maybe the field conditions and all this, that, and the other. But you know, you kind of had to know. I mean, I had the weather forecast. I knew it was going to be crappy today. I mean. I know they were working with wet balls and I was out on practice on Wednesday. So you had to know, I mean, maybe this is the reason to kind of strike early, try to strike early in this game. If you kind of were aware of the forecast could have been a little bit unworkable. Granted, he didn't know he was going to have to have Alex Smith in there, but Alex, you know, did get some ones reps this week, but you know, also helped the block for the guy. Doc Walker with us right now, the DOC, you'll hear him tomorrow on nine to noon with, uh, with Al Galdi, and um, uh, as I'm going to steal a phrase from you, this is one of those games that made you want to throw up in your mouth. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's real sad. I just saw Dak steal. That's I awful, isn't it? That's oh. what, yeah, it was awful. Oh, it's disgusting. I mean, that's, that's was, season ender. Well. Yeah, yeah, season ender yeah. for sure. I mean, I don't know. Oh, if, you know, Beyond, no, it's beyond this year, it's a compound. No, it's I mean, it, his leg compound. went the wrong way. It was disgusting, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was uh, – you know, it's part of this game, and um, I, I'm really sad about that because I don't want to. Um, I don't want to beat anybody with the backups. I don't. There's no yeah. bragging rights, and if a team is, I like to get them at the top. And he's a good kid, and um, he's in a horrible situation because he's stuck with the numbskulls in their front office. But yeah. I don't want to see anybody hurt anybody, and so because this is your livelihood. And uh, especially for a mobile quarterback, uh, I mean, it was a Theismann look. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and that, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, today, even though, hey, you know, Alex Smith passed some tests, you know, he, he got 
Aaron Donald is back. He got sacked a bunch of times. But I just wonder, you know, if they have to play him long-term at any point, if he can do some of the things he used to do, being mobile, moving, you know, throwing on the run, you know, moving pockets, those kind of things. I mean, we didn't get to see any of it today, but if we do get to see him again, I'll be very interested to see if they feel like they can do that with, with Alex. Smith but he survived. He's, he, he survived the acid test. Yeah. I mean, if you can come in in that weather condition he was in and playing against Aaron Donald, Aaron piggybacked him, jumped on his back, <laughs> he survived. I mean, it is titanium. So in a lot of ways, you know, he might be stronger in that particular area. But what he proved is that an incredible intestinal fortitude to stay focused, be prepared. What I was looking for were their, were their false starts. Was, no, he was in complete control of that from a cerebral standpoint. Um, same thing with Allen. Uh, he'll learn. He had a little RG3 in him. These young guys oh, got to understand Run out of bounds. I mean, <laughs> go down. You're not going to run over any defensive guy worth his salt. Yeah. And so, um, you know. And that was a second Mark down play, by the way. That was second down, yeah. right? I mean, you had another yeah. play to live, and, and he didn't, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and he didn't. And so, <clears throat> but just watching the nature of this league, it kind of reminds me of the SEC football now. Uh, when you're seeing Miami go down and, and throttle Frisco, um, yeah. yeah, they've had some injuries, but they're still very, very talented. Um, I can't get it here, but you know, like Indianapolis, the, the even the Pittsburgh uh, Philly game. I mean, Philly's still very competitive. I mean, this is, we got a long way to go in this. I mean, this now. Do you have a do you have a shot? Yeah, you got a shot, but at some point, you're not going to have any shot if you're not fundamentally sound. We make too many fundamental mistakes to win. And without a legitimate running game, which we don't have, I mean, we got receivers playing back and all this. It, sooner, and I like Gibson a lot, but again, it's just too many experiments going on at one time for me. And they're lucky, based on where this division is, that you can't say they're completely out of it. But at some point, we can't give up thirty points a game. And our strength <laughs> is legendary defense. I mean, come right. on, we she knew yeah. you'd be struggling <laughs> offensively. But we're giving the defense a terrific, tremendous pass, you know, and sweat. I'm checking to see, are people injured? Are they playing? And then I see them in the rotation a whole bit. You know, I'm like, hey, man, um, when you're fortunate in one instance. But just watching the Cowboy game, you know, you get plays called back, test out, just a lot of sloppy football. And um, if you don't have a, quote, bell cow, and uh, Cleveland is showing this now. You've got to be able to. Well, with Cal, I know everybody laughs about Cal, Coach Cal, but he's really got the right mindset for what's going on right now. If you're trying to grow something, you got to be good at one phase. We can't run and you can't throw. You don't tackle well and we don't blitz. <laughs> at least the Cowboys said, you know what? We suck. But here's what we're going to do now. We're going to bring the kitchen sink like they used to back in the old days. And it, what it does is that it gives you a fighting chance to at least be disruptive. I don't have a clue as to what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, what's the identity of the team right now? It's week to week. It's hopscotch. That's you know, right. it's like we yeah. keep talking about all these culture, all these changes. I was told we were going to meet the quarterback. We were going to stop the run on our way yeah. to the quarterback. That's right. I, and you made a great point in the show. 
earlier uh, in the hour when you said, what is the difference between 34 and what we're doing? Yeah, I don't know. I you can't really tell. No, I can't. You know, we're lucky today, and hopefully 99 didn't set itself back because that's your saving grace. I mean, he'd been out a little bit today, so, you know, he had to get his legs and stuff sure. together. But And Sweat, man, I love Sweat. Sweat is just, tell you, he's coming, man. He's coming. And so we just got to keep, you got to hang in there. And uh, you, you look at New Orleans, and they lose a top receiver in a fight with a teammate practice. I mean, there's so many <laughs> things going on that you got to say to yourself, stick together. Don't fragment. Because if you start fracturing from within, you're done. You got no chance. But if you hang in there and just, you know, we talk about these core principles, but whatever they are, I'd like to start seeing it. I'm with you. Uh, Doc Walker is with us. Uh, of course, uh, we'll uh, hear him tomorrow nine to noon with uh, Al Galdi on uh, Doc and Galdi here on the Team 980 95.9 FM. Yeah, this is um, – it's weird because, like, I, I think in some ways they've been making some baby steps in some areas, but today was the major, like, okay, you, you flunked the test, you, you, you started back to zero, you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. it's got to be back to basics this week uh, going to New York, you know, against the Giants team. It's obviously not as good as the Rams, but – I mean, because you just, you know, I, I could have talked myself into some things that I thought were, were headed in the right direction, but today just kind of, a, you know, kind of erases a lot of those things. You get, you got you to go back and watch the other games now, I feel like, after watching today. Yeah, and what you'll see playing within the division now is good. I mean, you do have a shot. There's nobody, you know, out of this group that will be representing the National Football League in uh, February, <laughs> next February. No. I can bet you right. that. Yeah, I'm so, with you. Yeah. Oh, so what you're looking at now is go, okay, um, what can we show in terms of promise? The disappointing thing for me, we had a return today. I said, wow, we actually had a, 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 a positive return on a punt. You know, and then once, so, you know, we got to take baby steps. I think everybody, and I know people on I mean, Twitter, I mean, people are irate, <laughs> and uh, you have that nasty feeling in your mouth. I get it. But you got to remember, as a man that was on the team that went home five with a yeah, new coach, I, I've been there, man. There's so much pressure. You can't tear yourself apart from within. Um, he's already named a starter. Allen will be a starter for next week, and uh, which means he must, you know, must be healthy. Um, you can't determine what the conditions are going to be. Who knows? They affected both teams. Yep. But I, the interior wise, I mean, we just flat out. Don't block well enough not to scheme our quarterback's aiming point. We can't let people know where we're going to be and then be as average as we are. And today was our worst day of protection. By far. It was, it was a huge setback for the, you know, the offensive yeah. line. I was saying that I've been defending him for a couple of weeks. Oh, me too. Man, I was proud of him. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been that bad. Yeah, yeah, that bad. Then, then today it's like a huge setback. I mean, here's the weird thing, right? I know a lot of people are really – bummed out Dwayne Haskins to get and get the start today. But, I mean, would he have been able to play, Doc? You know, he, he had a stomach virus. I mean, I, I mean, would he have even been able to play today? I mean, yeah. how awkward would that have been yeah. if they would have practiced all week and then you have to make the change today? It's almost like, you know, maybe they were they were fortunate that they didn't they didn't have yeah. the plans today. Yeah, his whole deal was unfortunate, but it was fortunate for the team because you got two quarterbacks that got to play. And we got now we can stop worrying about Alec. Now that's over. He can play. He can do it. He'll be fine. So now let's get off that 
and then start trying to develop something that we do well offensively. Right. And, and I think we've got to move the pocket. I mean, one thing about yeah, Allen is that he's got some athleticism. We just cannot be a pinata and be at this <laughs> spot if we're not going to block any better than we're blocking. I mean, you, you're just not going to do it. And, and what defensive linemen hate is people knocking them off the ball. You can't double a guy from an interior standpoint like you'd like to, but you can double him on tag blocks if you're trying to knock his butt off the ball. You know, everybody's got to be good at something in this league. You know, you might not be great at everything, but you got to be good at something. And it's just, I mean, between our guards got just bigger, emasculated. Oh. And I'm thinking, you know, well, 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 you know, so it's very difficult when you start talking about backs that help yeah. your protection if they're wide receivers. That's Hello? True. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, not every good back is a good pass protector. So then you got the categories, because the guy really good on pass pro? Can he help me or not? We just got to find out. They picked him, so they, they stuck with it. They, it was their decision. You know, you know, they had a Hall of Fame back. They got rid of him. Then they had a numbskull who got himself thrown off the team. So really, you had two thoroughbreds that are gone. And now we're in experimental mode. We're converting everybody. No problem. It might be great. But for right now, they're not NFL standard grinders. And if they are, they don't get the ball enough. So how can you tell? You can't have 108 yards in the football game, man. Come on. Yeah, minus six yards, six punts in the second half, too. That's uh, Yeah, no, that's third, a third down, third down. We are – you just got to be better on both sides on third down. Yeah. Now, I will say this. O'Connell and McVeigh. The game plan, if you just love football and you take your burgundy goal off, you go, yep. wow, wow. That's what's possible. That's the next level. Yep. When you, now, now, they're not, they're not there for, well, Connell's his first year there, but, you know, McVay's kind of got that system. But you're talking about a system that gets people open. I was like, wow. Or, yep. or we're just ridiculous. I mean, I heard one well, of the callers say, you know, if we could put Fuller, but you're scared, you don't want to take him off the corner. But I heard yeah. a gentleman talk about him at free. You just got to fix this thing where you don't give up. I Man, I could give you – and you, you you charted the game like I did. This is too many chunk plays. Always. 15, 20, 54, 46. I mean, what is this, 707? <laughs> no, man. I, it's like a passing league. Like we're watching a passing league game. It's like and then we get football. on offense. Yeah, and then we get on offense, and it's like, you know, we're running out of gas. Now, yeah. still got time. Man, if this was December, man, we would. I wouldn't even be on the show with you right now. I'd be having a cocktail. <laughs> well, you'd be doing your draft board. You'd be doing your draft yeah, board I'd be, right Yeah, now. you're right. You're right. You know what? She is big board. I can't wait for him yeah. to release it. But yeah. wow. all kidding aside, yeah. you know, you have to stay optimistic about this because of the circumstance and where we are. Here's where we are. It could be worse. The Eagles could be undefeated or the Cowboys or the Giants. They're not. They're not. So you switch your plan. You got a new, you know, objective now. Attack it and stick together. They got to stick together, man. And, you know, all this talk is cheap. Show me what you're going to do. And, you know, special teams, we got a field goal. I mean, there were some things where I go, okay, we just got to take baby steps. I know it's frustrating as hell, but. I don't have any other remedy for you uh, because the narrative changes every week. No, it does. The league changes in a hurry. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, Doc. They've had two touchdowns called back. I know. And they're actually and, looking and, pretty and, good. And, had a, and gave up a touchdown. They've given up. 
it's a swing. And who knows? It'll go down probably, you know, to the last second. But the good news is that we got a team that we're playing the Giants. They play hard. They're not the smartest group going. They're just like us. So it's just a matter of who makes the least amount of mistakes. All right. Well, hey, appreciate you giving me some time tonight. Um, Jack, as I'm always, with you for life. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate you it. it. We'll, uh, right. we'll talk, talk to you this week. Take care. Okay. Rick Bye Doc now. Walker, Doc and Galdi tomorrow. Of course, a world champion of the Washington Redskins, Super Bowl 17, member of the Hogs and the Fun Bunch. Always good to talk to Doc and get his perspective. He's right. I mean, it's, it's constantly changing, but, you know, the guys, like all the stuff we say here on radio and, uh, you know, fans, media, that's great. But he's right. It really starts inside the locker room and that group staying together and buying into what each other and what the coaching staff selling and making it work. And they're going to have to do it. And we've seen worse teams around here dig out of holes uh, and have seasons when it didn't look like they were. But, you know, four straight weeks over 30 points and you're telling me the strengths of defense, it's like at some point, you know, somebody's going to smack me in the face and tell me stop saying that. Um, one and four, uh, after today's loss to the Rams, Giants coming up. Giants, by the way, trailing the Cowboys late for early fourth quarter, excuse me. Daniel Jones is for a dime to Slayton, um, is 31, 23, uh, Dallas on top, but Dak Prescott out of this football game and probably done for the season. Looked like a really bad broken leg. All right, coming up, <clears throat> we'll get to more calls at 301-230-0980. Brian Mitchell will join us in a bit as well. 301-230-0980. It's Washington football final here on the team 980 at 95.9 FM. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. And Landon Collins up there on run support. Big hit on Henderson, so they slow down them on first down. Second 11, now back at the 24 with Goff under center. Play action to Henderson. Here comes Sweat, hits Goff, the ball is out. And it looks like Washington almost had a recovery maybe the rams were able to dive on that ball but sweat just clobbered golf to knock it out of his hands it is recovered by the rams offensive lineman rod havenstein so almost a turnover here to start the third quarter what are the i don't know what two or three plays today that was exciting for washington football where you thought they had a chance to do something montez sweat making the play recovery would have been huge there they end up getting three and out but the offense couldn't get anything going as they did nothing in the second half. Welcome back. Uh, Washington football final. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 980 at 95.9 FM. Uh, Brian Mitchell will join us uh, coming up uh, in about uh, 10 minutes from now. Heard from Doc Walker already. We're going to hear from you on the phone lines at 301-230-0980. Uh, I'll tell you what. Quietly no, quietly kept the Miami Dolphins off to a nice little start here with another win today. They kicked the 49ers butts. In Santa Clara this afternoon, and um, Brian Flores coached a little bit. Uh, they have uh, won forty-three to seventeen. They're supposed to be tanking last year. They still got to. Uh, they're still playing Fitz Magic for now. <clears throat> I think you'll see two at some point. But Fitzpatrick was kind of on notice this week, and he delivered with a big win over the 49ers. So maybe he keeps a job for another few more weeks. But eventually, I think we will see two of this year. But Dolphins. Quietly getting better. 350 for Fitzpatrick today. 22 28 and three touchdowns. Yikes. All right. 301 Let's get to Paulie off the 30 to 10 loss to the Rams. What's happening, Paulie? Boss, man. What's going on, man? How you doing, bud? Oh, man. Hey, I'm a little bit more calmer right now, you know. 
It's all right. It happens. It happens, baby. Listen, I felt like uh, Dre was talking to me, so let me answer with, with Dre. First of all, look, my expectations were already low because the coach told me at the beginning of the year that this is going to be a developmental year, you know? So I wasn't expecting, you know, a Super Bowl run, but, but I was expecting fundamentally sound football. You know, you talk about the linebackers, regardless of who they are, man, where they drafted, who they played for, the plays they've been giving up in this passing game for the past five weeks is ridiculous, especially yeah. when it's the same plays. You know, the same plays in the same position is killing them, the tight end. Now, you're telling me you can't figure that out in five weeks' time? Then get them players up out of there, all right? Two, you're talking about um, uh, Alex Smith played good, he's good? I mean, I'm missing some, but he is not an effective NFL quarterback any longer. I mean, when he had two healthy legs, he was the dink and dunk champion. And now he's definitely going to continue to be a dink and dunk champion with a leg and a half. And you can't win like that. I don't care. And we've seen that today. The Rams' corners just sat on everything today. They was not scared of anybody even trying to go down the field, regardless of how bad the offensive line was. And speaking of how bad the offensive line was, man, I've been saying this all year long about this line. They're okay, but they're not good, all right? They, they wanted to blame it on Haskins about the short game, but it was a combination of Haskins and the line, in my opinion, and we've seen that today. And that goes to um, Scott Turner. What in the hell was he doing today? This you, went was, against Baltimore. you went up yeah. against Baltimore last week. You know they had a pass rush. And you know the Rams just they got a one-man wrecking crew pass rush. And you consistently went back and tried to drop back, drop back, drop back. I mean, where was the screen game? Where was the bubble game this week? I mean, it was just, look, man, Ron Rivera told me that in these four games, if he had, we got a chance to go three and one in these four games and get back, get in the race for the division. Well, you lost your one game, so I guess we're gonna run off three straight, and, and he'll be ha- happy at the quarterback position. You can't develop a team with a 36-year-old gimp at quarterback, and you can't develop a team with a backup. Uh, okay, he has a little talent; he likes to run, but he's not your future. So I officially just put into my mind right now that Ron Ron Rivera is tanking for Trevor. <laughs> Which I don't hate. Which I don't hate, by the way. I don't hate that idea if that's really what's going on. But I really think he thinks he can win the division. And um, I, I would, you know, before Dak Prescott's broken leg, I would totally have disagreed with him. Now I'm like, eh, I guess there's a chance. But no, I mean, they got to win. And I, I can't think about anything except that this defense has got to stop giving him 30 points a week. And the offense has actually got to block a little bit better. And the offense, like, look, th- this was the worst week by far for the offensive line and for Scott Turner, the hands down. And I thought, you know, I've defended Scott Turner the last two weeks. I thought he did a nice job and did some good things. But this week, huge step back, huge step back, no doubt. All right, uh, 301-230-0980. Let's get to uh, Johnny next. Next, What's happening, Johnny? Hey Scott, I was I'm looking I'm in Chicago. I'm looking at the Cowboys game and Oof. that was a ugly injury, man. Oh, it was so Yeah, sad. I, you 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 hate to see that. You you really do. You hate to see that. But Andy Dalton up in there, they're not going nowhere with Andy Dalton. I didn't see him with Cincinnati and he's trash, man. I don't think they're going anywhere with that. But let me get back to the ri- uh to Washington, sorry. Yeah, you got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um 
When I seen uh, what's the offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, uh, Kevin O'Connell on the sideline, you know that makes me sick to my stomach. How Ron Rivera let him walk out the door like that, man. That really upset me. Scott Turner is not no good offensive coordinator, man, at all. And I and I'm, I'm I mean I don't know what Ron Rivera doing. Like me, and you talked last week when we said that he should let Dwayne Haskins played a whole 16-game schedule. What was the difference out there today? I didn't see no difference out there today. He had a good game last week. But you bench him because you say you think you could win a division. You could win a division with him. If you can get, if the defense stopped giving up 40 points a game, you can win with him. And I just, yeah. I, I just, I, I just feel like that Ron Rivera played, played Dwayne Haskins to the left. And you know, you, did you just hit a report, uh, Scott? That uh, Atlanta fit a fire, Dan Quinn. Did you just hit yeah. that report? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, he's zero five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to say that. Uh, I just wanted to say one last thing, man. If the Redskins want to shoe up that back end of the field, you got to send Trey Apke down. And why the Redskins won't go sign Eric Reed, Scott? He's still out there. Why they won't go sign Eric Reed? I want it, I right. want your opinion about that. I'm gonna take it off the know. air. Okay. Thanks for the call. Yeah, okay. I have no idea why I haven't. You know, I I know that Ron Rivera likes him too. Is he? Uh, that's interesting. Um, I, you know, it's funny. Apke takes a lot of crap as he you know he's earned it for a few weeks, and they sat him down today for a while, and then DeShazer Everett comes and get a pi. Cam Curl got crossover on one of those big pass plays. I think it's more than destroy Apke. And Landon Collins is not very good. Have you if you pay as people been paying attention to that he's not been very good. He's in the box safety they overpaid for, um, and they have to play him. It, it seems like every time there's a communication issue, he's involved in it. So, you know, I, Troy Apke is the easy guy to hit with a pinata stick. I get it. I mean, it was a weird draft pick, quite frankly, at the time. But, you know, he they, these guys have no loyalty to him. And I think they did try some different things today. It <clears throat> didn't work out uh, too good. McCurl... I like, he's a really good tackler, but he's also, from what everybody says, from his time in Arkansas, more of an in-the-box guy, which is a nice way of saying you're not a great cover guy. You know, and, you know that's usually what that means. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they're going to try to play with the guys they have. I don't, Eric Reed, you know, is only 28, which is amazing. I don't know if they'd bring him in or not. The problem now, to be honest with you, is... <laughs> With COVID, I mean, they had guys to come in here last week. They couldn't do it. This whole thing is so weird. Um, I, it doesn't make a whole, you know, the whole thing's a, a bit of a mess right now with bringing players in because of the restrictions. And last week they weren't allowed to have, you know, workouts and all this other stuff. So bringing people on the outside from the outside right now, probably not going to happen, Johnny, to get back to your point um, in terms of Reed. I would have liked to have seen them at least get back Haskins eight weeks. I still think there's more to the story. I think some of it's come out, but I think there's more more to it than just play. Uh, I think I don't know. I, I don't know, but they've dug, they put themselves in the spot now, and it's going to be Kyle Allen's team next week again. I just hope the guy the guy learns how to slide. He's going to get himself killed. I mean, <laughs> it was second and one. I mean, I appreciate the guy's guts. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate the guy's guts, but it was second and one, man. I mean, and then. Again, thank goodness Smith was able to make it through the game with the way they were blocking for him in the field. I mean, I was – this was the, my worst nightmare going into this game was Alex Smith would have to play in those field conditions and with Aaron Donald, who I knew they couldn't block. Anyway.
Ryan Mitchell joins us right now. Uh, ugly day at the office, as they say, 30-10 to 10 final <laughs> to the Rams. I mean, oh, just hideous. Absolutely hideous. I thought it was the worst thing I'd seen all day until I turned over and saw Dak Prescott's leg go in the opposite direction. That was, oh, God, that was awful. Yeah, it was awful. But, you know, hey, that, the game of the day I think was more awful to me because I think uh, a lot of people here are trying to make excuses as to why things happen. Well, what you saw today is what, you, what I've been saying for the last four weeks. The offensive line has been horrible. They don't call a lot of plays where they go down the field. Hell, you don't have time to throw it down the field. And then defensively, they can't stop anybody. So when they made that move with Dwayne Haskins, you know, like Sonny Jurgens said, when you when you bench a quarterback and you don't make any other corresponding move, you're telling everyone that it's on him as if it was his fault. Well, he wasn't there today at all. And then we saw that that awful performance it shows you there's way more than they tried to make us believe. They need to get a lot fixed if they want to get out there and compete. I'm not saying win. They need to compete. The, right. And the one game that we won, he had a great comeback, but everyone want to blame him. I'm, I, I've been saying over and over again, you need a team to win. Everybody has to do their job, and everybody's not doing their job defensively, offensively, none of it. Well, in – Today was a huge step back. I mean, actually, the offensive line the last few weeks, you could live with some of the breakdowns. You know, it wasn't that bad. They could run the football to some degree. I mean, they couldn't do anything today outside yeah. of the one drive, obviously the one drive where they scored on the second drive. But after that, it was, um, you know, it was pure domination. I mean, you minus six yards and a half. That's hard to do. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> hard to do, Jack. And I think when you look at the fact that I've heard a lot of people go, well, the conditions today. Well, I think the Rams play in the same condition. And the Rams, are, don't they play in like a dome in, in, in L.A. where it's always sunny? It's and they came out here and they, they passed for over 300 yards, rushed for over 100 and something yards in the same conditions that we were in. So why is it like, you know, an excuse when we don't perform well? And if the Rams hadn't played well, too, I can understand that. But they, they, they played well. They didn't have problems. And the thing of it, if you watch them, a lot of their passes were short and mid-range passes. But when they catch the ball – for some reason, their receivers have space in front of them, you know, yards in front of them. When we catch a ball, we got a defender right there about to hit us. So it has a lot to do with scheme. we got a lot to do with play calling and the setup of plays. And I think we have to get better at that also. We're not as good as other teams are in that, uh, in that situation. Yeah, it is um... – is it really? I mean, if you can't block, you got to use some deception, right? You got to change formation. Look, the Rams are great at it, right? They move guys around. You're second guessing what you're supposed to be doing. They, they do a wonderful job with that. But you know, again, I, I think the last few weeks I've been saying I thought Scott Turner was was developing some stuff to create some mismatches and some confusion. But today, boy, it seemed really. And again, maybe it's because Smith was in there most of the second or all the second half that they did. They weren't able to do some of the things, but it really seemed vanilla, and it, it did not put them in any position to be effective. Well, when the decision was made on, on Wednesday, we were told that Colin understands the offense more. Alex has played in the offense, and he understands. I want veteran people who have seen it before. Okay, so today we come out, and they don't seem to be able to run it better. They don't seem to be having any more experience than anybody else. So my, my question would be, when were they running it better? Why do you think they can run it better? We, we've been through this situation before. We heard – Colt McCoy knows the offense, but when he got in the game, was he able to really run it consistently well? Knowing something and running it is two different things. And when I look at Alex today, and let me be like everyone else, I was happy for him. I was nervous as hell also. But on top of it, 
As I watch him today, every time there was pressure, he immediately tucked the ball and started running straight ahead. It wasn't moving in the pocket, looking down the field or nothing like that. So as much as people want to say, oh, he played, he was ready, he's not completely fit, mentally ready. Because the day you saw a person who, looked, who was like, afraid to take the hits, who was worried about other stuff other than just looking down the field. And every pass he threw, damn near all of them, most of them were behind the line of scrimmage for the most part. Till late when he threw a couple deep. Yeah, and I, I also wonder if, if quickly he realized out there when people are trying to tackle him, he can't run away from guys like he used to. Yeah, and then that's probably it. But see, it's like it's a lot of things you go through. And, you know, I, I've, I've, I've gotten to the mindset now where I used to sit there and argue with people about things. I don't think I'm not going to argue anymore. You know, when you played this game and you've been through injuries, and, you, and I haven't been through injuries as serious as this, but I understand the mental hurdle I had to get over. I watch other people go through things where they had to get over the mental hurdle, where they had arms that were hurt, not legs. And right. when you get out there, yes, it sounds good that he's ready. He's ready. He was in practice when he wears a jersey that nobody's going to touch him. Okay? That's been almost two years. So you see guys who play every year, and every year they got to get that first initial contact. So a guy that hadn't been in there for two years and had an injury that serious, you can't tell me it's a lot of stuff to overcome. Yeah, and, you know, maybe we can end the whole preseason doesn't matter stuff for, for the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, like it matters, and that's year. the whole thing. But, you, yeah. but you, the people that you hear saying that, they, they never played in preseason. They haven't yeah. gone through. It, I went through 14 years of preseason. And believe me, <laughs> every damn preseason was worth it because when the season started, I knew where I was. I was prepared for a hit. I understood where I could push my body to. You know, you don't play any preseason. We're looking at all these injuries, and I understand a lot of things are freak accidents. But when you haven't prepared for a certain level, you know, preseason, that's four weeks of basically brutal stuff. You play a game, you're practicing as hard as you're possibly going to practice. And then all of a sudden you get through that, and now your body is accustomed to stuff. This is the first week after preseason now. Okay? But guess who was playing this year in the first four games of preseason after he had to play this season? The starters were. Not the backups. Not the people trying to make a team. Your actual guys. So some of them are more tired now than they were when they used to go through preseason. Think about that. Yep. Brian Mitchell with us. Brian Mitchell Show uh, here on the Team 90 95.9, noon to 3, Monday through Friday. Um, you know, you hit on the defense. I, I was talking about this earlier with, with Doc. And, um, I mean, really, outside of week one, you know, after the first quarter, they, they've had some seriously rocky moments. And I get it. There's been some short fields. But, you know, you can't tell me you're an elite defense if you're giving up 30 points for four straight weeks. I mean, it's just – They weren't short field fields today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Today but was their short thing, field. You have to understand, yeah. we watch our defense. And yes, I understand. And I know the, the mindset. We get first rounders. Everybody lose their mind. But you know what? I always feel, I don't care. First round or uh, undrafted three, you got to get out there and perform to the level that you're capable of performing at. But the thing of it, when, the, when other teams have to run the ball, we can't stop them. Okay? And that's right. the whole thing you have to understand. When you, you know people are going to run the football, we can't stop them. We played that first game against the Eagles. The Eagles came in with a, a battered offensive line, and we took full advantage of it, which we should do. Yeah. Okay? But we have not taken advantage of any offensive line since then. So you mean to tell me we were, we were just a one-game wonder? And let's think about it. We saw the quarterback play well down the stretch, and they bra- they bragged on him. We saw the defense play well in that game. He's out of a job. Everybody else still got a job. Think about that. 
And yep. we still aren't playing well. No, the defense. I mean, it's the same type of mistakes too, right? It's like the miscommunications in the secondary. It's, you know, the wrong that, fits in the running game. You know, it's 4-3-3-4. Four, three, three, four. What does year. it matter? Yep. We saw that last year. We said we were getting beyond that. And I keep hearing the talk of we are our veteran players because they know what to do. Obviously, they don't because we see the same person, same people messing up week in and week out. Yep. And, I mean, all those assignments being blown, and that's the thing about it. You know, Trevor broke down a, a play today. We saw when Lamar Jackson ran a touchdown. Well, he ran a touchdown because Ryan Anderson went too shallow. He, if he takes L- Lamar, you had Boston coming off on the, the running back. That play is down, done. But, yeah. no, everybody, the thing about it, like I keep saying, I said it about the offense, make the play. Don't try to – make the play that's supposed to be made. Don't go out there and try to make the spectacular play. And too many guys are trying to make the spectacular play. Just make the damn play. It may be boring, but guess what? You won't be giving up big plays. We, we've given up big plays in every damn game. Cons- and, and not just one, yeah. multiple. No, multiple. Multiple, multiple in every chunk game. plays. Yeah. But, but all we talked about was the quarterback. And I've been pointing out all this stuff the whole time. But all we talk about is the quarterback. Today what we found out was all that talk about the offensive line have been playing well, BS. All that talk we've been hearing about how great the defense is, BS. You know, the best people on the field today, Tressway, because he had to punt 100 times, <laughs> and then uh, Kendall Fuller, who's been consistent as hell. Yeah, Tressway, though, man, you got to figure by by another two weeks, this guy's foot's going to probably feel like uh, he's probably got bruises on it by now. He's been punting the balls too damn much. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot him. of fun, man. Oh, my God, it's been way too much punting. But, you know, um, exactly like, you know Jack, there's all kind of rumors floating around. I'm going to just make a comment about the rumors I hear. Yeah. If there are people running up there complaining about other people, but then when I watch the game, those same people aren't doing their job on a consistent basis, how about you handle your own damn business? That's the problem right there. You got players supposedly running and complaining to coaches about other players. And first of all, if the coach is lying, then that's a major problem to me. But the players need to play there because I'm hearing about some defensive linemen who has something to say, and I haven't seen them stop no damn body on a consistent basis. So maybe, just maybe, stop reading the Clippers and start actually watching your film and then worry about your own job. To do your job. I like it. That's it. Uh, exactly. All right, B. Mitch, well, appreciate you giving me some time. Have a uh, have a good night, and uh, we'll be listening to you tomorrow noon. Appreciate it. Well, I always give you time. You know, you, we, we brothers from the same, from different mothers. We got big heads. <laughs> we got to see how to with each other, huh? That's right, man. Big, the Big Head Club, man. It's a very exclusive club. Oh, yeah. All right, Jack. Be cool, brother. All right, take it easy. All right, Brian Mitchell with us here on the uh, Team 980 and 95.9 FM. you hear me tomorrow at high noon. All right, let's get some calls. And we got about 30 more minutes together or so. Um, 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. It's uh, Washington football final, a 30-10 to 10 loss to the Rams today. Ugly, ugly afternoon at FedEx Field for the home team. Get your calls coming up here on the Team 980 at 95.9 FM. This is Washington Football Final. Here's your host, Scott Jackson. Um, I, I was, but again, you know, let, you know, he took a pretty good shot. And, and there, there, is, there was concern on my part. And again, if, if I put him back and he takes another big shot, now we don't have him going forward. We got, you know, again, as I said, this is an interesting stretch for us. And if he's ready to go, he'll be our starter on Wednesday. There you go. That was Ron Rivera talking about Kyle Allen, the starter next week. By the way, 
Adam Schefter of ESPN reporting that it's going to be uh, it's an ankle surgery going on right now for Dak Prescott, who had, again, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you'll want to see it. It's one of those sports injuries that you won't forget seeing. Basically, his right ankle just was, was turned the opposite direction of what it should be. It was scrambled and the player fell, his body weight fell on his leg and his ankle just kind of separated from the bone there. It was quite awful. And uh, Andy Dalton's in now, 34-34 game. 48 seconds to go between the Giants and Cowboys in Big D. Dallas with the football in their own territory, way back in their own territory. I think they're within, what's it, on their 10-yard line. So they got a ways to go to get in the field goal range. All right, uh, we'll take more calls here in the final half hour. Oh, wait, half hour. What am I talking about? 25 minutes here or so uh, on Reds, on a Washington football final. See, I did it again. Uh, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. If you want to get on board with us, uh, here, of course, Washington will play those New York Giants next week. All right, let's get to uh, Rick. Rick, thanks for waiting. You're next up. Hey, Scott. Uh, first of all, my best wish is to coach Rivera for a full recovery. However, <laughs> uh, I do think he's just been a distraction to the team, more to himself than I know you and uh, London disagree. But he couldn't yeah, be think thinking so. clearly. He he couldn't be thinking clearly, Scott. Uh, you got the, the guy with a half, you know, a leg and a half, like Paulie said, pouring down rain. I mean, once they said that Kyle Allen was cleared to come back, you got to get him back in the game, uh, you know. And Alex is going to be checked down, Charlie. No matter, you know, I'm really scared for him. Uh, uh, but he should have been out of the game. And you know, even all of the the, the uh, commentators later, the post game shows, they were saying, "What is he doing?" Secondly, uh, 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 we got out coached tremendously. You know, from offense, defense, special teams. Kyle, uh, McVay uh, just out coached Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Come on, man. Uh, you, you know what I say to Jack Del Rio, uh, shut up and make the defense great again. You know, come on. I mean, this is terrible, man. The defense is terrible. Uh, they pulled Dwayne Haskins way too 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 quick. You know, there's an article, if you read Kevin Blackstone today, great points he made today. They just don't give black quarterbacks the, the, the fair shake that they do whites. And it's a shame. In 2020, we still got to go through this, man. And all those players, if Rivera said these players was impatient with, with Haskins, they need to look in the mirror themselves because we suck. Offense, defense, nobody should be talking about anybody. It's like what B, B. Mitch just said in his last segment. Nobody should be saying anything about anybody. Do your own damn job. So anyway, man, I'm letting that, that that's how I feel today. I'm pretty pissed, and, and, and this is just ridiculous, man. I think Rivera maybe does need to step on down, man. I mean, you know, for this year, get well, because you're not thinking clearly. Thanks, Scott. All right. All right, thanks for the call. Well, he's done with the treatments, I believe, now. So, as he said, he's got more strength, and he's going to be feeling better. I, I don't think he's going to step down. I, I don't Listen, he's taking days off when he's needed to. He's done the extra things. It, look, it's a sensitive issue. I mean, I, I don't know how it feels. You don't know how he feels. I mean, nobody does. Um, he, has, he's been given the option to step down if he wants to and let Jack Del Rio take over the games. But uh, he hasn't. I, you know, I don't know if that would change anything. Like I said, I think there's more to the Haskins stuff than just what meets the eye, but I I don't know. You know, people have, you know, insinuated some stuff clearly. Um, And, like, he's got to be patient. I'll be honest with you. I was out there Wednesday after the decision was made. His body language was not the best. He was not happy. 
didn't pick up the football and do anything in the 25 minutes it was up. But apparently after that, he did. That's great. I hope he does. Kirk Cousins was the third quarterback here and going into 2015 training camp. Just remember that. Became the starter again. It's not over. I mean, this is what kind of drives me crazy about this 24-hour cycle of sports, and I get it. But I don't have to live it anymore, which has actually been kind of a easing in my mind. I won't have to do this stuff on Sundays with, with everybody. <laughs> I don't have to live this every day and do the shows every day anymore. I mean, that wasn't my choice, but that's how it is for me now. It's given me a little bit of clarity. Like, some of this stuff just doesn't flip and matter that we get so caught up in the talk and all this other BS, this nonsense that goes on with the cycle of sports from a you know out, outside standpoint. But the sucky part about, about one of the many sucky parts, excuse me, about the COVID world we live in now is the locker room situation is very locked down, right? Like, they don't have to give you anything teams anymore and it's kind of tough to to find out what's fact and fiction without being in there uh you know and having the access anymore you know to see what's really going on um with this team if there is quote more to the story but you know rewarding people that aren't putting the work in i don't find that to be smart either just because they're younger but if he was treated unfairly then that's then yeah, you're, you know, that's wrong. No question about it. But again, it's not like he's playing behind Steve Young and Joe Montana here, folks. I mean, you know, he's still going to have a, there's a chance for this to come back to him. I mean, let's not get crazy. Like you said, if you think Alex Smith is just going to be checked down for the rest of his life and Kyle Allen sucks, then, then good. Then, then dig in and freaking play ball, you know, dig in, go to work, get better. Whatever these things are, they're telling you you're not doing, do them. You know, but don't freaking, you know, pout about it. That's not helping anybody. Don't have your freaking agent rolling out leaking stories about you want to be traded. <laughs> the hell's going to trade for you? Are you kidding me? Give me a damn break. What is that? I want to be traded. It'd be better for all parties if he was traded. Yeah, sure. It'd be better if I won the freaking lottery, too. That ain't going to happen. You going to trade for him. Get what are they going to give you? A bag of footballs at this point? He's done anything. Give me a break. Rev T, what's happening? If you're a Washington football fan right now, Scott Jackson and my team, 980 family, you just want to go outside right now. You just want to go outside because it's raining. <laughs> but the real Washington football fans, you inside right now because you just seen this storm before. You just stood in this storm before. And, 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 and so I, I say this, I want to see the results. I heard the great Doug Walker say, time in and time out. I, I, I'm tired of all of this foolishness. I'm tired of all of this oogloblin and shuckling and jiving. I want to see the results. Now, if we're going to be rebuilding, we're going to be rebuilding. If we're going to be doing it for the winning, then we're going to be doing it for winning. But I need some clarification. I need to be rectified of what the situation really is. I'm the young boy Dwayne Haskins. I I know your shoulders heavy, but if somebody knows Dwayne Haskins in the DMV, tell them this. I hashtag y'all go follow me on Twitter. WFT Rev T. Listen here. I didn't told them, young boy Dwayne Haskins. You ain't got to say nothing now. Only thing you got to do is hashtag just work. 
Shut your mouth and just work. And matter of fact, tell your old line, just work. Matter of fact, tell them damn tight ends, just work. Matter of fact, go tell Troy Axby, just work. Matter of fact, go tell Landon, did I just say all them names? So in the final minute and in the final wilds, I'm going to still be standing with this burgundy and gold pile. But right now, we suck. Y'all know who this is, the people type man. Hashtag Rev T. Believe that, Bama's march with me. I'll love somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Rev T. <laughs> Oh, boy. Hashtag we suck. Or, or no, that wasn't a hashtag, but he said we suck. Um, by the way, the uh, Giants uh, just lost. So, wow, that's going to be that's going to be a big matchup, right? The one and four Washington and the 0 and five Giants next week. I'm pretty sure they're not going to move Summerall and Madden over to that game. All right. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get to uh, Marco next. Marco, you're next up. What's happening? Scott, you know, when we lose, the spotlight eventually gets shined on everybody. I'm going to have to ask you a question. What is up with the softball-ass questions to Ron Rivera after the game? If you need me to stand by on Sunday, you, you just put me on hold and let me do the coaches' interviews because I got questions that we need to ask this man that nobody seems to want to ask him. What, what, did you, what did you want what? to ask, Marco? Okay, here's what you ask him next Sunday because it's going to happen mm-hmm. again. Number okay. one, why do we not – Target Terry McLaurin 15 times in a game. You just stack them up, have 15 lines on a sheet of paper, and circle all of them when we get there. Because he's the only one that plays football, and it's tough. for some reason we don't throw the ball to him. Number okay. two, why, how many mistakes does Troy Apke have to make before we cut this dude? Bad angles, missed tackles, looking stupid, don't sit him down for a play, and then bring him back in. And number three, why is it, that every time we play a tight end, we social distance like we're trying to not get coronavirus. Can we? How about we put five guys on the tight end and let the wide receivers score all the touchdowns? At least we'll have one game where a tight end doesn't beat us. How about those three? Ask him those three questions, and I want to hear what he said. Genius, Marco. You need a press pass, my man. Yeah. All right, thanks for the call. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. First of all, did you know who was covering Terry McLaurin today? Probably not, Marco, because you sound like a complete moron. Um, Jalen Ramsey was covering today. And by the way, how many seconds did the quarterbacks get back of their drops today and fall on their ass or get hit? I mean, come on. Terry McLaurin has been targeted quite a bit, actually, over the last few weeks. Today, he was not targeted enough. Nobody was targeted. They're going to get a freaking pass. He was targeted seven times, by the way, genius. He was targeted 14 times the week before. He was targeted eight, 10, and seven. Yeah. So, thanks for the call. I guess. Do I have to say thanks for the call? I mean, I don't mean it, but I guess I'm supposed to say it. Um, and yeah, I mean, Troy Apke, definitely. He's the, he's the money safety. He's the guy we're paying all the money to. He's definitely the biggest problem. It's not Landon Collins, but you know, I guess you're worried about softball questions and you can't even figure out who the worst safety in the team is right now. Hey, um, Sam, go ahead. You're next up. What's happening? Hey, what's up, Scott? Appreciate you taking my call. So look, man, like Yo, this this dude, this this loss is like a total indictment on this coaching staff, man. Like this is ridiculous. Like, and to listen to him talk about how once again 
this player is working through something or we developing these players and that's why we got them out there. But you don't got Haskins out there? Like, what makes his mistakes any more greater than these other mistakes? Like, I don't understand. Like, we keep talking about this defense is supposed to be nice and they rank 23rd in Russian. Like, they was ridiculous. Why is John Bostic on the play on the field every play? He <laughs> is trash. Like, what are you doing, sir? I don't. I, I don't get it. You looking dead at the quarterback? Like, did you think that was Lamar from last week? What are you doing, sir? I mean, Landon is like. Let me ask you this, Scott. Did you see the YouTube video that J.T. O'Sullivan did on Dwayne Haskins in the Baltimore game last week? Uh, yeah, I did see a little bit of it. Yep. Yo, everything that he talked about is dead on. Like, what is up with this mm-hmm. Scott Turner and his scheme is ridiculous, man. Like, what I seen, the only – Kyle Allen looked good when he had the burst to run. Everything else I, I seen Dwayne Haskins do except for – Scott Turner, why is it that Kyle Allen can move? The, why did you move the pocket for him a couple of times, but you never did that for Dwayne Haskins? I don't understand your scheme, sir. Like, everything is checked down, whether it's Dwayne, whether it's Alex, whether it's Haskins. Like, what? what is it that we're doing, Scott? What somebody asked and Ron Rivera was not brought here to do this. Like, we can lose, we can rebuild. That is fine, but you are not supposed to be looking this damn mess. Like, we could have kept Jay Gruden. You got Jay Gruden <laughs> in Jacksonville offense looking prolific. This is ridiculous, Scott. Thank you. I just wanted to get that uh, off my chest. Appreciate it. You feel better. I hope you. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I'd call Jacksonville prolific down there. They, they score 14 points today. I think they're one of four, like this team is. But yeah, whatever. Um, no, I mean, it's it's been an ugly five weeks. I will give you that outside of week one. It has been some ugly. Um, yeah, I saw some of the, you know, I saw some of the JT O'Sullivan, you know, critiques and stuff. It looks, I mean, there was some weird stuff last week with the bunching of the formations and the, or not the formations, but of the receivers in the same direction in the same neighborhood. That didn't make a lot of sense. I understand where he's coming from on that. But if he had actually, I mean, I'm assuming he watched, I'm sure he watched the whole game, obviously. Um, they did some good things to make sure the Baltimore pass rush didn't kill him. Um, and it's also, you know, you can rip scheme all you want, but it's also the players, right? That you have to have that are out there. And this is not exactly a overly talented offensive line right now. And prior to today, they were functional offensively. Today was not functional whatsoever. And, you know, the Rams got off to a great start today and they could kind of take the, they took the foot off the gas in the second half a little bit. And they, you know, the conditions also, I'm sure had something to do with that. But this team... You know, they couldn't do anything to get out of their own way in the second half in terms of offense. Could not move the football whatsoever. Was not pretty. Not a pretty day at all. All right. Um, Anthony, do we have any more calls? Should we do more calls or are we running out of time here? I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't have the uh, the run, the, the call sheet in front of me. We got one more call. Um, Daryl. All right. Let's hit Daryl. Go ahead, Daryl. What's happening? Hey, Scott. Yeah, um, thanks for taking my call. Sure, buddy. You know, I, I tell you, um, man, to me, a few callers ahead were right on point. I am so disappointed with the coaching staff and starting with Ron Revere, even from him changing some of the uh, the, the, the individuals and in, in the uh, personnel 
that actually draft to to put Doug Williams. Doug Williams and this other guy, the last three years, have been drafting incredible players, awesome players. I am disappointed with Scott uh, with Del Rio. He's been out of football for two or three years, and it shows. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Scott Turner, man. It is, it's a project. We don't have time for a project. When I sit up, and, and O'Connell sit up here and spit in our face, man. He was up here designing plays. Everybody was wide open. Dwayne Haskins looked good the last two games in his system. But O'Connell, I mean, but uh, this guy's tournament, mm-hmm. it is a vanilla offense. It is no running game. It's not the players, man. It's the coaching. If the offensive line is bad, then you design plays to get the ball out quickly. quickly. They did. I'm That's what they've you, done man. the last two weeks. That's what they've done the last two weeks. And people hated yeah. the screen game, but they were great. Today, they didn't do anything right, but... That's what they've done for the last two weeks. The screen game was wonderful. Today they had one really good screen. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have, I mean, be a front. Would you rather have Scott Turner right now or O'Connell, who this guy didn't even give an opportunity to interview for the job last year? He had already made up his mind about Scott. This guy has. He was was actually interviewed for the job. Actually, he was interviewed for the job, number one. Number two. I did. um, I I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. O'Connell, O'Connell was the guy everybody was crapping on last year. This is hilarious to me, the revisionist history suddenly that O'Connell was this – first of all, he wasn't even calling plays until last year, right? And the team was 0-5. Um, they were awful. I mean, they picked number two overall, I mean, for goodness sakes. I mean, he did – you know, I mean, apparently him and Dwayne had a pretty good relationship. But, I mean, it wasn't like they were doing anything amazing. He, by the way, does not call plays to the Rams. That would be Sean McVay is the play call. Let me, so, let me make this last point. Let me yeah. make this last okay. point. This guy, Rivera, man, aside from what he's going through, because I feel for him, because I've right. lost several people. But yep. aside from that, man, he is doing what Chip Kelly did to the Eagles. You give him yep. too much power. He is yep. making too many decisions under his condition. Our, our, our coordinators is the problem. The special teams, um, Del Rio and Scott Turner. They are the problems, man. We got just right. as much. No, we don't have just as much talent. Don't say that. Please stop saying that. It's not true. Um, they don't have just as much talent, okay? They've got guys that have picked high, but they're not proven to be that much talent. Defensive front, yeah, they put up numbers. That's great. But you know what? It's not It's not the same thing. The offensive line's got a lot of problems. And you know what? I've said it over and over again. Scott Turner's had to prove himself as offense coordinator. I would agree with you there. All right. Got to go. Thanks for the calls. Um, we'll be back with you next week after the Washington Giants game. 1-4 versus 0-5. It's probably not going to be the game of the week. It won't be flexed to Sunday night. So I'm pretty sure we'll be here. Thanks to Anthony Haney, Scott Jackson, saying so long here on Washington Football Final, the Team 98 and 95.9 FM. See you.